Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to Millennial Love, a podcast from The Independent on everything to do with love, sexuality, identity and more. This week I am so excited to be joined by celebrity psychic Chris Riley. So for those who might not know Chris, he is a psychic medium who works with people on helping them to heal and connect with loved ones who have passed away and so much more which we are going to talk about today. We have never really delved into spirituality here at Millennial Love, so I am very excited to do that today. It's something I have become increasingly interested in, and it's Halloween, so it is perfectly fitted for the time. So enjoy the show. Hello, Chris, how are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. Honestly, I am, like I said in the introduction, I find this stuff so interesting. In the last year alone, I have been to a psychic, I have been to a Reiki healer, I have had an astrological reading. I am becoming, yeah, I'm becoming very into all of it. open-minded. <laughs> very open-minded. I went, I went for an astrological reading in this famous kind of witchy shop in San Francisco a few weeks ago. And they told me that I have a Scorpio moon. She also told me that that means that I'm maybe a little bit psychic, which I've now decided to take on board. And I'm telling everyone mm-hmm. that I'm psychic. Um, they do get like witchy feelings like predicting things that do happen it's so, it's so big in America it's huge I, I want to go I want to go if you do there is this shop in San Francisco that you have to go to called the sword and the rose and it was incredible um, mm. I absolutely loved it but let's just get started um, for those who aren't familiar with this kind of stuff could you introduce us to what you do and how you work with clients Cool. So I'm Chris. I'm 28. Um, I don't really know. Well, do you know what the first thing is? I never thought I'd be doing this. So my life kind of took like a bit of a turn. Um, you know, when you're younger and you've got all these career ideas and, you know, I wanted to do cabin crew and I wanted to be a vet and I wanted to do this and that and, you know, but I grew up really knowing things that other people I suppose knowing things that other people wouldn't know and knowing things that I'd say, for example, she's pregnant and then they'd be like, well, and then a week later, you know, just when I was young at school and and things. So over the last, say, from Sam 28, so from probably about, I've been doing this now, say, around about 12 years, um, started, like, very young. Um, and really the 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 work varies like day to day for me varies and a lot of people come for readings because as you say they um they're curious about their love life or you know they're having a hard time about anything relationship and tell us a bit about the different terms because to some people listening they might not understand what the difference is between a psychic and a medium 
And I know you sometimes use tarot cards as well. So what are the different kind of things that you work with and that you do and how, how is it all different? So for me, I feel like the psychic and the medium all kind of like blend into one. I think when people people come for a reading, normally they would like to know about their life or they'd like to know more about people who have passed. Um, so the psychic being about your life, so being everything on earth, so everything to do with your relationships, your career, your past, your present, your future. And then the mediumship is where, as a medium, it's the ability to connect with past loved ones and talk about, you know, I've got your granddad here, John, he was 80 when he passed. So that's the mediumship is like the proof of um, life after death, basically. Um, and, you know, sometimes it's that people come and they're open to both. Sometimes they would like to know more about their love life and their career or or they come for a reading because they've, you know, they've just lost their mum or their dad. So it's really, it varies. But yeah, that's the difference between the two. And how often is it that people come to you with these kind of love life questions? You know, how common is it for someone to come to you, for example, after a breakup, you know, asking you, will I ever find love again? Because that's the kind of thing that I've done in the past. Or, you know, when someone is considering a breakup and like, should I do it? Am I going to be okay? How common is that kind of thing? And what do you, how do you help those people? All the time. But you know what, relationships, I think you're very, I don't want to say lucky, you're very blessed if you've got a relationship where it's like smooth sailing. I think every relationship is going to have an issue from time to time at the end of the day. And I think a lot of it is when people, it's all different things. It can be that they that they don't trust their partner, that they feel a lack of love or support. Um, and when when they they come to me and it's about love and they'll just, I'll say, look, you know, my standard introduction is like, have you had a reading before? Is there any area of your life that you want to focus on? And sometimes people say, especially if it's like a 15 minute phone reading, because I say to them, look, the time's going to go quick. So they'll say, love life. And the things that come up can be, I don't know, you know, so let's say, for example, March of this year, um, you broke up with someone. You know, or it could be at the moment you've been having arguments with your partner or you've been on a break for two weeks or whatever it is. And sometimes they're just looking for that um, sense of reassurance. Sometimes they're looking to just know. I had a lady the other day and she said to me, I said, will you work with your partner? You've got a business with your partner? She said, yeah. And you're married? And she said, yeah. And I said, you want to move to America? She said, yes, I do. And she said, look, she said, I just wanted to know. I said, your business is getting in the way of your relationship, your marriage. She was like, it really is. She said, I said, you need to take on another member of staff. And she was like, I I want to. Sorry, I don't want to. My husband does. She was like, and it's just our business is causing stress and strain on our marriage and our relationship. So for her, she just wanted reassurance it was going to be all right. And sometimes it's just reassurance. Sometimes people don't get closure from relationships. Sometimes people cheat. They're unfaithful they ghost you, they cut you off, they do these things and you can be left kind of like almost picking up the pieces and sometimes it's helpful for someone to just say, look, do you know what, you weren't wrong or that person felt that way or whatever it is. So I think sometimes it's just, it's very helpful for people. Mm. It's so interesting, isn't it? Because I think, you know, whenever you have these kind of issues in your life, the more conventional route is to go talk to a therapist about it, right? But yeah, We've all got ways of dealing with our grief and our issues. And I say that to people, like when I date myself, right? And I meet someone and they might say, oh, 
you know, I don't know about that. And I'm like, hold on a second. That's fine. If you don't, if you don't, you know, believe in what I do, that's absolutely okay. That's no issue for me. But you can't take away someone's coping mechanism, someone's way of healing, someone's way of dealing with their issues in their life and their things, whether that's a counsellor, whether that's a therapist, whether that's a psychic, you know, if you're on the phone to a psychic every day of the week, listen, if that helps you with your life, well, what's the problem? You know, if you see a therapist frequently and that's your way and that helps you, then so so be it, you know, let people do what they they the way they want to heal with their life and the way they they, you know. And it's yeah. all different. We're all different. I think for me it was that I just wanted I think you know, I've had a lot of therapy and I sometimes find it hard to feel seen and understood by the therapist, which is why I wanted to see a psychic because I just thought maybe they will have a better understanding of me because that is their, you know, their ability to really see people and understand people in a way that therapists aren't necessarily able to do. And it did. It really offered me that. And, you know, I do, I really, I do believe in all of this stuff. And I do think that the more you believe in it, the better it works for you. I don't know if you you think that that's the case. Is that, is that right? The more, the more I always say, the more open, friendly people get a better experience always mm. the, the you don't like readings you don't have to tell me anything you don't have to tell me a thing you know and I say to people the only time I'll ask something is if I'm trying to understand a piece of information say for example I don't know I might say right the name's Stephen yeah that's my boyfriend and I could say can you understand the age 34 yeah he's 34 right so there might be there might be a time where I ask something like that, oh, you know, is this his age or can you understand this as a time frame? Like, I'm not going to, my my job, and I always said this in the very beginning, if I'm going to do this work, like, I need to be good at the end of the day, right? And I need to give people specific information, specific detail. Otherwise, what's the point? You know, Joe Bloggs can make it up. So I'm very kind of, uh, that's the way I look at it. And I try and look at quite a lot of it from like a skeptic point of view as well. And I even now it's been like 12 years. I don't I still don't understand it, really. And and like when you say to me, you know, how does it work and stuff? And it's like, I always say, I don't know where it comes from most of the time. It's crazy. Does it so does it work? I'm talking from my experience of having predicted small things. Um, and when I say small things, and you know, I mean I don't know if this is a thing but there have been things that have happened to me recently that I have foreseen in yeah, some way felt like we all have intuition we exactly have intuition every single one of us our gut feeling like we think of a friend and they phone us we we drive to work and we might think oh don't go that way today go a different way and then you find out the road's blocked for an hour or the other road or whatever it is so like that intuition is like a feeling and a sense that we get we meet people and we gravitate to people or we don't we like people or we don't. We can trust people or we don't. And that is intuition. That's our that's our, our gut, which we all have. And like, but some people don't, you know, like human mind, right? We're conditioned to like see normally we're conditioned to well, to not believe something unless it's physically there. Unless we can see it with our own eyes, we're normally conditioned and taught, you know, like so when it comes to the psychic stuff. I can say the most amazing things to people, but I can't physically, you know, if your mum's passed away, 
in the most respectful way. I can't bring your mum back in front of you. So you have to be, you have to be open-minded. How how did it affect you the first time, I guess specifically with the medium readings, when you were talking to someone about someone that they'd lost and then, you know, you had this feeling that someone someone they'd lost was with you and you gave that person information and that information was correct. How did you feel? Were you really surprised? And how seeing that person's reaction? Because I think that's obviously a huge responsibility. And so I'm interested in how that happened the sort of first few times um, and how you navigate that responsibility now. Well, you know, I've got a big responsibility on my hands as as a therapist to deal with people's lives. I'll try and make it a very quick story, but I think I was about 16 and I was just really going out into doing like, say, private readings. And it was, um, I went up north, it was north of me, it's towards Leicester, so north of southeast. Um, and I read for this lady and it was great. And then I got an email and she said, um, got an email from a lady and she said, oh, you read for my mum last week. My name's Shani. She said, uh, and I think her mum was Joan. You read for my mum last week. My mum just wanted to say it was incredible. It was like, she was reunited with her parents. And I was like, that's amazing. Like, I've just started, I've just really started out to, didn't trust myself, didn't trust what I'd say, doubted myself so much. So to hear that was like amazing. And about six months went by and I got an email from the daughter, bearing in mind I read for the mum. And the daughter said, can I come back? Um, she'd like a read. And I went back. I sat down with the daughter and I did the reading. Now, bearing in mind, I hadn't, I hadn't seen her mum for about six months. And during the reading, it came up and I said to her, can you understand? I said, your, your mum's been to hospital with breathing issues. And she said, yeah. Okay. And I, I, you know, I carried on and the reading carried on and I got to the end and I said, is there anything you want to ask me? And she went, and we were sat knee to knee. Like chair, chair, knee to knee, right? She's looking at me and she's like, and I'm, you know, I was thinking, oh my God, this lady really wants, and she said, I just need to know about my mum's health. And I thought, I've just told you. I thought, you, you, your mum's gone to hospital for a breather. And I thought, and I, I was talking about responsibility. I was like, I was a little bit at that point, I was learning, thinking, learning a lot about what to say, what to not say. You know, I have a lot of people come for readings that are quite anxious about what's going to come up. You know, and I don't really do, I don't do health predictions. I don't do death predictions. I wouldn't even pick it up, right? But she said to me, I need to know about my mum's health. I thought, she said, I just need to know. And as she said it, I could see like, you know, when you're at school and you're shown in your science classes, like diagram of the human body. Well, I could see this sort of diagram and that's, I could see, it's a bit like a film in my mind. And then I could see what looked like the inside of someone's stomach right? And I could see what looked like the size of a pea. And I thought, I thought, no, that's not cancer. I thought, that's got to be cancer. I thought, no. And I'm thinking, it's a tumour. I thought, that's a cancer tumour. And listen, this happened all in my head in the space of like 30 seconds. Because we sat like so close and she's like, tell me. I'm thinking, I can't say that. She's thinking, she's like, please tell me. And I said, and I just said cancer to her. And at the same time, we both said cancer. Now, since then, I've never given 
like okay if someone came to me and like that they were like please tell me this about my mum I need to know what's wrong with my mum like I'm probably going to give you an idea but you know so she went away and I said here's my number if you need me please ring me and two weeks about two weeks later she called and she said it is cancer she said it's a tumour in the stomach she said it's about the size of pea but just like you said she said, but I just wanted to let you know, she said, they removed it. I was like, I'm so pleased. Now, about her mum, her mum sadly passed away, but about two or three years later, now her mum might not have had that two or three years if she hadn't have, you know, if I hadn't have told her that there and then. And she needed to know that she was desperate to know what was wrong. And, you know, and then after her mum passed away, he called me. And I said this for a short story. I've got stories that are not short and I try and I, cut them down, but... Honestly, yeah. I want all the stories. And she, fascinating. Yeah. And she, <laughs> she called me not long after her mum passed away, about a week later. And she's done me a video review that I've got somewhere about this as well. And um, she called me and she said, I'd love a reading. And I said, oh, you know what? You know, your mum's just passed away. What? And as I, as I come off the phone, I could see a pink balloon. You know, like people let balloons go. And I thought, I've got to ring her back. Phone her back. I said, Shiny, I said, if you let a pink balloon go, like mum written on it, she said, yeah. I said, I tell you now, give it till the weekend. Someone's going to phone you. And I, 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 you know, I like, this is a true story, right? I said, someone's going to phone you and they'll tell you that balloon is in their back garden by a pond. Wow. Do not ask me where this come from. She went, okay, the weekend she phoned me, the balloon was found not far from our home in a back garden by a pond. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Did you have this sense of being like, wow, this is actually something that I should be doing because this is an incredible you know ability did, did you have like this kind of confirmation that what you were doing was the right thing to do and that you yeah well when I yeah well when I was say 16 17 um my my dad's dad passed away he was like a dad to me he was incredible he was very skeptic he didn't believe in anything he was always very supportive and uh, that's just the older generation and I went to bed one night it was about three months after he passed 
And I'll tell you what, I've never had an experience like this since. So I went to bed, got into bed. I woke up um, about two or three in the morning. And um, as I woke up, my granddad, people think I'm mental, right? My granddad was laid on the bed next to me. Like I look at you with my own eyes. And as I looked around, this happened all, you know, when I, some of these things, like, they happen so quick. Like, the visions and the feelings you get are, like, so quick. So, like, I woke up, opened my eyes, looked around thought, what? And he was, like, almost laid there. Moved the court cover, and he didn't move. And as I moved the court cover again, it disappeared. As he disappeared, it was like I saw his arm. His arm was the last thing that I saw. So the arm to my my side was I saw, and he he was seventy odd. So he he was in the um, worked on the docks when he was young. They they often did their tattoos with like ink and you know like the dodgy old way. So he had these tattoos that that I never knew what they were. They were like blurry, you know, that greeny, bluey, blurry color. And the, the as as he as he as it blurred. Because you, sometimes you think, this is me, imagine. I mean, a experience like that, like, you can't imagine. But anyway, as he, as he blurred away, as I saw his arm, I saw birds. I thought, anyway, I went back to sleep like, like it was a dream, like it never happened. Next day, gets up, forgets, forgets it happened. Something that afternoon made me remember. I was like, oh my God, like, then I sort of remembered what happened. And um, my aunt was a medium, my aunt's a medium. And at the time we was all kind of like developing together around a very similar time. And she said to me, she's like, I keep getting your granddad around you. And I was like, she's like, have you had a dream about him at all? I was like, last night or the night, last night night before. And then when when I looked into it, and I pulled out, managed to get some old photographs and stuff of when he was very young. The tattoos on his arm were birds. Wow. So I was like, okay, like, you know, there's my validation completely that like I wasn't just going absolutely crazy. Wow. Um, does, it, does, it, does it run in your family then? Because you mentioned your aunt. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So it's through, through the family. Um, my great nan who passed away, she was a bit psychic. Um, and not, you know, not practised it, but would always say things and she'd tell I'm psychic, you know? A little bit like you, I'm psychic, like, but no, she used to sort of joke about it, but actually, genuinely, I think she probably was a little bit. God, there's so much I want to ask you. Going back to, like, sort of specific things that people come to you for, I'm imagining that one of the things when people are coming to you for relationship advice that they're coming to you for, one of the most common anxieties that people have is, is my partner cheating on me? I feel like that's something that you are probably able to offer information on that a therapist isn't. So do you get that a lot? Yeah. And and have you had kind of, you know, confirmation where you've been able to tell that someone's partner is cheating on them? And how do you go about that? 100%. And, and it's very, it's a very tricky thing because you don't want to be pointing fingers at someone. You don't want it. So again, it comes back to how how you say things to people and how you you know I, I I obviously I wouldn't mention the name everything's confidential with me but I had someone not long ago 
um, come for a reading and I said to her, would you be surprised if your partner's gay? And she said, and I'm thinking, God, that was quite, for me, I'm thinking that's quite a strong thing to say, you know? And she went, no. I said, well, he's been with men before. She said he has. I had someone else come to me. Um, um, again, no, no name, but someone came to me and the first thing I said to him was, straight out, right, said to him was, I've got HIV around you. Well, I said, the guy you were with, listen, I said, you made the right decision leaving him. And he went, no one knows this. No one. He said, I found my partner was taking HIV medication. And the long and short story of it is that he hadn't told me. Wow. And yeah, you know, and a lot of a lot of um, people I work with um, that, you know, uh, are in the public eye often, they'll, they'll put reviews on their Instagram and they'll talk about their experiences and stuff. And obviously you appreciate sometimes things are very personal, of course they are. And back, back, you know, going back to like the responsibility thing you asked about earlier on, and you have to be, I say what I feel, I say what I feel. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Right. I'm not always going to be right. I might say something you think I'm right or that don't make sense. Yeah, you so you mentioned you work with quite a lot of people in the public eye. How how often do you work with celebrities, and why do you think they seek pub? Why do you think they seek psychic readings? And do you have to sign a lot of NDAs, presumably, when you do readings for them? Do you know what? It's more kind of um, I think with with TV things, it's different, as in non disclosures, blah blah blah. Privately. A lot of the people that have seen me where there's like reviews on my Instagram. So Sophie Kasai, um, Jack Josser, Gemma Atkinson, who else? Jeanette, Shanice, Fudge of Love Island, Belle of Love Island, you know, all these people um, normally just come through Instagram. They just message me. I've been recommended to you. When they come to you and you tell them about loved ones that have passed, yeah, that's not that's not online. When you tell them about people they're dating that's not on the internet, that the press don't know. And they come, I guess, and I started to realise that they're like you and I. That's all they are. They're you and I. They're human. They have feelings, they have emotions, just like you and I. But people think because they're celeb, because they're public eye, because they're, like, different. They're not different. You know, and they they come with the same, the same things, the same struggles, the same concerns, the same issues, just like you and I would experience in relationships, in career, um, with family. They still go through grief like we do. Now, I know that this, obviously, you, you mentioned before we started recording, that this must take a huge emotional and psychological toll on you, you know, constantly receiving this information and um, helping people and having that kind of emotional burden. Um, so I guess I want to know a bit about how you deal with that and I suppose before we conclude, I also want to know if you are getting anything from me through the Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously, if it's too personal, I'm going to have to edit it out. So the first one is, I just want to know how you deal with this, how you how you look after yourself. Yeah. Yeah. um, So I'm quite into my fitness and I'm not like a gym freak or anything, but I find that, um, you know, I've I've been to PT this one, I do three times a week and I try and do a bit more myself and 
I used to run quite a lot and um, anything like that, I feel like, you you know, you sweat out the toxins in your body basically and all the crap that's no good for you. And I feel like when it comes to readings, your mind has to be clear. So your mind, it's almost like the way I explain it to people is my mind becomes replaced with thoughts and feelings of yours and thoughts and feelings of your loved ones and stuff. So my mind has to be at like a clear space. Right. Have you picked so up? Let me see. Mind? Let me see what um <laughs> right. I'm gonna say it as it is to you. Yeah. Um, I feel like I've got to talk about a relationship. I'm gonna call it a situation. Okay. Mm. Um, I'm feeling like I'm I'm feeling like I'm being led on by a string. Ooh. Okay. But October, I need to go back a little bit with this. More to like May, June to July, June to July, keep going. Only a few months. Hmm. I want to say to you, 28. Yeah. Right, okay. So I feel like I feel like you need to try and not put so much pressure on yourself with relationships. Um, because I feel that that pressure is only going to take you backwards and not forwards. Mm. You're seeing other people settling down. You're seeing other people engaged, married, blah, blah, blah. I'm exactly the same, right? <laughs> I see these proposal videos and I'm like, oh, you know, or, and like amazing. And I'm, I'm so like people I know that are with some blah, blah. I'm so happy for other people. But when you think, oh, wish I had that, it won't happen. All right. Oh, so interesting. Thank you, Chris. Honestly, yeah. it's so fascinating to to hear from you. And and I, I mean, we're running out of time, so we don't have time for lessons in love. But I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you're a new listener to Millennial Love, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever else it is that you get your podcast, Spotify or Acast. You can comment and leave us a rating too, so that more people can find us. And do watch us as well on Independent TV. Um, you can keep up to date with everything to do with the show on Instagram. Just search Millennial Love, and I will see you soon. Happy Halloween! Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.